This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special extra episode, but also special in another way. I'm not going to say how, but for the avid fans and someone with a keen eye, you might pick out a very interesting fact about the episode number and the discussion we're having today. Yes, today we are going to be discussing the franchise, the phenomenon, the thing that, well, I'm not going to say it put Microsoft on the map, but I think it had a lot to do with the Xbox system. Yes, I'm going to be discussing Halo today. But I could not do this alone. Back by, I want to say popular demand, but also being someone who's very knowledgeable about Halo. Sir, if you would introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, do not adjust your dials. It is I, yes, I know, TJ Johnson. I know what you're thinking. Weren't you just on the show? I was. I was on, just on the show. And back, as he said, by popular demand or by the, la- or the, the strong use of the spam filter to, to get rid of all the bad emails <laughs> he got about having me on the show, I am back, ladies and gentlemen. I am back. I'm so thankful to be back, too, by the way. Well, I appreciate you coming back. Uh, I, I, I put a quick call out for Halo fans, and you answered quickly and decisively. So I'm like, I got somebody to have a discussion about the world the game, the phenomenon that is Halo. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to start off with when did you get into the series, sir? What got you on the Halo oh, bandwagon? Man. Let's see. So I was a late bloomer to the Xbox. I was I was going to say I didn't get an Xbox until 2003. No, 2004 is when I bought myself an Xbox. Because so when I had a job and I was like, you know, I'm making money. I'm going to buy myself something. Bought myself an Xbox, and of course, the very first game you buy with an Xbox is you buy Halo Modern Warfare. So, Combat Evolved. Sorry, uh, Combat, Combat Evolved, Evolved, excuse me. Yes. Combat Evolved, thank you. Uh, so you buy Halo Combat Evolved, and I'm playing it, and I'm like, my God, this is fun. And just and you, you lose hours, and then you lose hours on top of that, and then, okay, all right. So I still enjoyed it, but it didn't really hit me quite yet. Halo 2 was like a slap in the face. Because I, I played it, and I absolutely lost my mind. I lost my mind with the world. I lost my mind with the weapons. And all of a sudden, you're dual-wielding weapons now. And everything just played fast in the first Halo. And the first Halo was great. Let me be very clear. It was awesome. It was fun. It was something I hadn't experienced before. I mean, I would do, like, deathmatch-type things. But I would usually do them playing, like, the old MS-DOS's Dooms. And, yeah. and Wolfenstein 3D and stuff like that, you know, where it wasn't to this magnitude. Um Halo 2 was really the, the one that really put it on the map for me. And then, of course, you finish the story in Halo 2, and you have to, you don't finish the story, but you, you finish the game in Halo 2, and now you have to finish the story. So now, of course, you're locked in for Halo 3, and then you're locked in for Halo ODST and Halo Reach. And I, it, it just, ugh. I've done them all, man. I've done them all. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say, you missed one going through the order, but this one's kind of its own thing. Uh, Halo Wars came out as well. Oh, see, now that one I did not see. That one I did not do because I wasn't into the, uh, into the, what was it, a, a strategy type? Yes. Yeah, RTS. So that one wasn't my thing, the real-time strategy. That wasn't my thing. Um, so I did not do the, the Halo Wars or the Halo Wars 2 that came on the Xbox mm-hmm. One uh, just last year, I think. But Yes, you are uh, correct. If it was a shooter, if it was a shooter, I did it. 
So, so fun thing, and avid Halo fans probably know this, the original Halo was supposed to be a real-time strategy game originally. But okay. they had All so right. much fun running around as the player that they switched it up to have it be a first-person shooter. How about this? Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm I'm, I'm a pretty big yeah. little fan. I mean, I'd be, I'm, pretty, I'm not that big, though. Lord, well, I, that, I that. the thing is, I don't know how far into development it was before they switched it. It might have been like they had like, oh, here's the story idea, and here's this, and then they switched it once they started like doing some tests. But I I don't know. But when they, when they came out with Halo Wars, that is one I also really enjoyed because I – like rts games but it's kind of one of those things it's a burn it's a candle burning at both ends for me that i like them i will play them a lot and then i just stop gotcha so, so they, they they are a very i'll play them really quick but once i can figure out a trick to oh i can mass produce this unit and if i mass produce this unit i can basically just plow through everything right then i'm like okay i've 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 learned how to beat the game quickly. And I know that there are a lot of real-time strategy fans out there. I completely understand the appeal of it to a lot of people. It's just for me, I still play them. It's just not my preferable cup of tea, but I will definitely still play them. Uh, Halo Wars is one that is installed on my laptop, and I do play it every now and then. I'll just pop it on real quick because it's right there. Uh, But as for the main games, in my experience with it, I remember when Halo 2 was coming out. I remembered I really really wanted to get an xbox and they were i am not joking impossible to find impossible at that time and i eventually did get my hands on one i did get my hands on one finally and was able to play halo 2 and halo combat evolved and me and my friends would do little land parties where we'd all go over to to our houses bring our xboxes we all be on different tvs and different rooms and be on different like we did that level of playing it against each other and everything and then when i went to college we found out that the internet for the for our dorms we could plug in it was basically like land partying so every now and then you we'd have our doors open instead of headsets we'd be yelling down the halls at each other because you could play right. with each other on the same floor so that was a lot of fun and the storylines what got me i i enjoyed the the first person shooter aspect but i also enjoyed the very interesting futuristic story of Master Chief, the Covenant, the Flood, everything like that just kind of hooked me in. And I was more hooked on the aspects of the story. And it was like, this is an awesome game that happens to have a multiplayer aspect to it, which is something that's kind of, I feel in more recent times, kind of gone by the wayside to a certain extent. It's like, oh, this is an awesome multiplayer that has a storyline to it that I could play if it, you know, the, the things down right now. But that's I I just I love the game so much I love the characters and I love the way they went with the original trilogy and then some of the offshoots. Um, Halo Five Guardians was okay. I thought so too. You know what? Actually, and I'm I'm glad you brought that up. That's the first one I didn't finish. Oh, really? I did, I, I did not finish Halo Five. I have finished all of them. I am looking forward to Infinite, but I'm looking forward to it with a big eye of speculation, in the sense of I want it to be good. I want Halo to get back to what it originally was. Uh, something mm-hmm. I did like about Five was the return of a lot of fan favorite characters, like Buck, uh, who is voiced by Nathan mm-hmm. Fillion, made a return. He originally was in ODST, and ODST, also, yeah. also fun fact, he's in Reach as well. But you don't see him; you hear him referred to and responding on a radio frequency oh, at one point. See, I didn't know that. Yep, and during ODST he mentions being on Reach during that time too. There's a brief mm. mention of they're gonna glass this planet just like they did Reach. It's Reach all over again. 
I only know that because I actually just finished playing ODST again right before we recorded. So that's why that is really <laughs> fresh in my mind. Because I realized, I'm like, oh, I'm on the last level of ODST. How have I not beaten this? Okay, cool. I'm beating it again on the Master Chief Collection. Just to, ju- nice. just, just, just to clarify, I have beaten it before, but I got the ones for the Xbox One. So I was like, oh, I better beat this real quick just because I'm right at the end. Um, no, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed them. I've, I, um, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, this, this is a gloaty moment, and I'm not trying to be, but just to show it's everyone. okay, it's okay, you show off a little bit. The uh, original Xbox I have in the basement, it's not the original one I bought, mind you. I did buy one of the black ones with the, you know, green circle in the middle, but I eventually did come across the Halo Edition one that was green see-through. Look at that. So I got that one. And you still the, have it. And you still yes. have it in the basement. Yep. It's sitting, it's sitting in the basement right now. And the only reason it's down there is because the TV down there, I can hook it up to a lot quicker and easier. So it's down gotcha. there. Uh, I also have floating around somewhere. I think it actually is down the stairs too, hooked up as well. My Halo, my 360 is the Halo Reach Edition one, which is silver. Nice. And it makes the different sounds when you turn on it. Like has the shield go, powering up and the shield right, powering right, down. Right. And everything when you turn on and off. Um, so yeah, I, I I love Halo. There's numerous statues. There is a poster for Halo Four up. There's another poster for Halo Four that was artwork done by Todd McFarland and signed by Todd McFarland that Ellie got me at a conference. So oh, that's awesome. I, I have that stuff up. We have multiple statues and everything. And I, I I love this game a lot. And it's been one of those things to where I've I've loved playing them. It was my first introduction to like online gaming and first per like I played first person shooters, but this was like the I went from playing with my friends in a living room to I'm playing mm-hmm. with the worldwide internet now. So mm-hmm. it was that really yep. cool transition for me of I remember playing these games with my friends and then it's like now I had to take it on take take my my experience online then. So I, I like I- that transition. I tell you what, the Halo for me, um, it was it was it was how my gamer tag was born. So I, my my gamer tag is an MVP space legendary. Uh, get at me! But so <laughs> I had this moment at my house. You know, like you said, we have the parties. We didn't have a LAN party because uh, none of my friends had other. You know, they didn't want to bring their Xbox and bring TVs and do a whole LAN party like that. Mm-hmm. So we just had multiplayer at the house. So we'd have multiplayer at the house, and I'll never forget. This is probably my my biggest. Halo moment where we're playing on a map and it's in Halo Three, and I've got the uh, the of course it's the overpowered assault rifle, right? The three burst shot. Oh yeah, three yeah, burst yeah. Assault rifle. Battle rifle. So I, yep, yeah. the battle rifle. So I've got that, and I'm going, and I'm I'm getting chased down by one of, one of my buddies. He's chasing me now. He's literally right behind me. So I go over this uh, this chasm, but you know they have like the, the 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 push, the thing that pushes you, like the the gravity. Yeah, yeah, the, well the gravity. Thing, but jump. it pushes you over a chasm. So as I'm pushing over the chasm, I do a 180, scope oh. him in the face, and turn around in time to land it and keep moving. Like, it was the most perfect. At, at that point, everybody that was playing stopped and put down the controller. They're like, I don't want it. I don't want to play anymore. I'm done. If you're doing stuff like that to people that easily, I won't play with you. I have no desire to play with you. So I actually, I had to realize that I had to turn myself down when I wanted to play with people <laughs> because... If I if I start doing that kind of stuff, they don't want to play anymore, so they're done. So, but that was that was my defining Halo moment. I think my uh, my second defining Halo moment. Not that we not that we started talking about defining moments, but I, I had to go there because yeah. I remember playing uh, I remember playing Reach, and I remember the very last level in Reach because 
at the end of it, you're you're essentially trying to prevent anybody from taking out the the, the, the pillar of autumn. So the pillar of autumn is trying to take off, and you're essentially the last hope of allowing Master Chief to go off and start the what is going to be the first Halo Combat Evolved game. So you're on the planet Reach, and you're literally just taking out as many people as possible before you go. And you know that it's going to happen. You know that your character is going to die. Like there's no there's no sugarcoating. There's no getting around it. Yeah. But you're literally taking out as many of them as possible. And I had such a surreal moment where it was like, I know that I'm not going to win, but my job is to just take out as many of these guys. So you're just going. And all of a sudden you start to take a couple of shots. You start to see your visor crack, but you're still fighting. You still see you taking a couple more shots and more of your visors cracking. And you're still going and you're pulling out every trick that you know how to do. Sticky grenades, running, like you're doing everything possible you can to just buy time. And it, it just it was such a surreal moment because again, you're playing it and you just know like there's no escape. I'm not leaving. This is we are doomed. I'm doomed on this planet. I guess it's done. But it was such a just awesome experience and such a great medium to tell that story. And and it was so well done in that particular moment. Halo Reach was the one of the best story-driven, one of the best stories in Halo. Halo 2, the, the combat was awesome. The story was okay. The story was okay in Halo 2, but the combat was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story really, really was well told when it got to Halo Reach. It just, it, it told a great story. And I think because it had a very finite beginning and a finite end, they were able to really flesh it out instead of having a kind of overarching thing like with halo 2 it's a continuation you know it's a continuation yeah so it's not going to tell you it's not going to give you everything you know halo 1 they didn't know what they were doing they didn't know if they were going to continue it so they kind of just did it and left it kind of open-ended and if it picked up stayed then it picked up you know halo 2 they knew it was going to be a continuation they knew, they knew they had plans for halo 3 after that so halo reach it was like a we're going to tell a very finite story it's got a very specific beginning Got a very specific ending. And with that, they were able to do things that make you care about the characters that you're playing with because you've only got a finite window of time to do it. So they were actually able to tell a really good story like that. Um, it was just, it was really, really well done. And that moment for me will be, will go down as one of the best Halo moments I've ever experienced. I really wish they had included Reach as part of the Master Chief collection. Me too. I really want they, to replay they gave it. To, uh, didn't they give that to you for free, though, because of all the trouble that came with... Uh, well, it's uh, well remade, remade, and redone gotcha. for. That, okay. I, I think you get it as, okay. like, you can play it as a backwards compatible, which I really should do. Yeah. Um, I, it's yeah. been a while since I played it, but I was going to ask you which was your favorite, and I think <laughs> that kind of went without saying. Reach yeah. is also one of my favorite for story purposes, and also the multiplayer and, like, the wave aspect was very cool. They added that... Yep. Yep. And everything, but the more, I mean, the single player, the story I thought was amazing because Phenomenal. you technically know how it ends. Exactly. It's like, it's like watching episode three of Star Wars. Yeah. You knew he was going to turn into Vader. You want to see how it happened. And the other thing I really like is it, it's, it's, it's a, I feel it's more of a story of humanity losing the entire time. Like no matter what you're doing, you're getting small victories but you're losing the the, the, full, the yep. well they 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 of course refer to breach of course as the we, we lost that battle but we're going to win the war but in the right. grand scheme of that battle you're winning small fights but losing the battle in the end mm-hmm. and I, I just thought that was interesting and also of course every one of those Spartans had a death clock above their head the entire time of yep. how are they going to die and yep. they each had their moment too I think so that, that was right, also. 
that was also really cool. Um, I said, I really enjoyed that game. And it's something that was referenced so much that when you finally got to experience it. And of course, there was the books you could read too, but it actually to experience it as a game was amazing and i'm so glad yes, we, we got that opportunity to do that i just yes, i just wish they they could remake it or redo it again like just i i mean like i said i'll download and play it again no problem but i want like a redone from scratch like a remastered like, yeah Amen. yeah yeah it would be awesome because i think that that was a definitely a very high point in the series and it was and if i am correct i think that was the sign off of bungie if I remember, it's not like I can't click on something real quick and see. Yes, that that was the final Bungie game that they did. Gotcha, that that okay. was done. Was was Reach, and then it was three four three, who have done a phenomenal job with a lot of aspects of it. But I think Bungie wanted to tell, like, finish out their trilogy and then finish out kind of the story they had established. Because obviously, if you played Halo Four, you know that it picks up but it picks up going in a different direction per se yeah and it's like eight months later or something like that mm-hmm. after after the events of halo 3 i think yes um no but like i said i wanted to ask which is but i think we both have established that reach is definitely one of our favorites absolutely so um absolutely. who is your favorite well okay i'm not, what's gonna do who's your favorite character besides chief <laughs> uh i mean i i think i'd be a little uh, I'm a little biased because he's got my last name, but Sergeant Johnson. Oh, uh, he was just, he was just a tough guy, man. He was just a tough guy. He, he, he was. He was. Down. You couldn't keep him down. I'm a huge fan of uh, Sergeant Johnson, but honestly, I think if, if I'm being absolutely just 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 truthful here, I'm a big fan of Cortana. I was a huge fan of her arc, mm-hmm. and I was a huge fan of seeing how how her and Chief developed this. I mean, they always had this 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 pilot co-pilot thing in the beginning and then it kind of developed into a a a, a great partnership and yes. then you kind of wondered as it got further into the series how much more it evolved because it it started to almost feel like it was more relationshipy mm-hmm. uh just by their interactions and how she you know you know how to make a girl feel something you know like, <laughs> like she just she was just very i don't know it, it got a little it got a little little uh did you see blade runner yeah it, blade it, runner? yeah the, the, i was about to one? say it it Oh, not 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 the newest one yet. I've not seen oh, the newest one. All right. Okay, all right. It's all the older cool. one. I was like, it, it did get cool. a little, little weird. I don't know. It's kind of one of those things, though. I mean, if we exclude the last, like, if we exclude Guardian and we exclude four from it, what's mm-hmm. established in the original trilogy is I do feel it's a, they they complete each other in the sense of they are two halves of a whole like Correct. unit in the sense of that because. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go into this real quick. Master Chief, I think, is a great character in the sense of he is... you. In most games, it's like, oh, you're some... And it's like, he is the weapon of war. Like, he yeah. is, like, the pinnacle of what mankind could do. And the story behind the Spartans is very cool because if you're familiar with me and stuff like that, you know I am a big fan of ancient mythology and stuff like that, and the Spartans, mm-hmm. 300, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It does lead into that because they were... it. it there were several Spartan programs. He was a Spartan two. The final one we're introduced to in um, Halo Five is the Spartan Four program. The Spartans from Halo Reach were all part of the Spartan Three program, except <laughs> for one of them, the bigger mm-hmm. guy, which I'm blanking on his name right now. I think it's George. Okay, I'll see if I can see if I can find that here. Yeah. While you're doing that, yeah, see I, if I can find. I don't know why it just all of a sudden like every name from that game just suddenly left my mind. 
<laughs> it happens to the best of us, but um, it happens to the best of us. Hold on, yeah, George. Uh, George. Yeah, uh, zero. I think it was George. Yep. Yep. He is one of the last survive. Him and Chief are. There's not many Spartan twos left because Spartan threes were sort of later in life augmented to be Spartan. Spartan twos were like trained from birth and were like enhanced and done all these things to all these things that the government that the government and everything didn't want anyone to know about but like we got these awesome heroes out of it so right exactly uh, it's, it's 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 got that, that that cool like do the ends justify the means and we the only one we really get to see is chief for the most part i mean like i said there's other ones but they're not part of that program and it's it's just something i think that is very interesting to right. say the least, to see that. And of course, we're also, I'm just going to mention this now, because one of my favorite characters is Buck, who is an ODST, <laughs> yeah, who, who was voted by Nathan Fillion, is big in the ODST games, which stands for Orbital Drop, Orbital Drop Shock Trooper. And yep, yep. he is, as I mentioned earlier, he's also in, in reach as a voice and is also a Spartan later on, part of the Spartan 4 program in the fifth game. But... But uh, Nathan Filling being in there was just a great amount of nice comic relief when you were playing uh, ODST. Yeah. And ODST was an interesting game because it's like, here's all the stuff you're familiar with with Halo, but let's kind of step back and be like, you're a human, don't forget. So you can't do crazy stuff like Chief can. Right. Oh. No jumping a gazillion feet into the air, floating down. And by the way, quick fun fact on our good buddy, Master Chief, that's actually his rank his name is actually john 117 and that uh -huh. is referring yeah yeah so but but his rank is um master chief petty officer um for of course the unsc and right. I, I, just, I just found that that kind of a cool little thing there with with the like that was actually not it's it's just like it's calling someone sarge basically is the, right, is the exact right. same thing also Few more fun facts. I got them pulled up right now. You only get to see his eyes very shortly in one of the games. At the end of Halo Four, you get to see him with his armor off for like, and you just get to see his eye, eyes real hmm. quick. There has been a few physical descriptions of him in the books. In Halo: The Flood, he is described as tall with very short hair, serious eyes, and very strong features. His skin is also quote too white. As a consequence of spending almost all of his time in his armor. Gosh. With the armor on, he is seven foot tall and over 1,000 pounds. Without, he stands 6'7 and weighs around 287 pounds. So that armor is hefty. Heavy. 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 Hefty, hefty, hefty. Flimpy, sorry, flimpy, sorry. Flimpy. I, I just, I just, I just had the information here, so I'm like, let me run this down real quick. So I, oh, I, yeah. oh, I yeah. said everything about him I found interesting. Like when I was playing the games and everything, it's like I never wanted to see his face. I was like, as a player, that's kind of what you do is you put your own sort of. Since he is kind of a faceless hero, you can be your. He, he is your vessel to play the game in that sense. Absolutely. And it's funny how almost every other one of the games after that. For the most part, you played as a voiceless character. Or if you weren't playing as Chief, for the most part. Well, I think that's important, especially, I mean, you even look at games like the Legend of Zelda series, where up until recently, um, and even still recently, you don't, you don't really hear his, you don't really... He, he, he grunts speak. and You hear and his yells. grunts and his, yeah, and all that stuff, but you don't really hear him speak because they want that level of immersion. Um, mm. 
the one thing about Chief is, like you said, I want to pretend like I want to put myself in Chief's shoes. Now, I'm not six, seven. I'm not I'm not too white. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm not, that's not me. So I'm glad that they allow us the liberty of, of, of in putting ourselves into those shoes and, and allowing us to to be out the hero that we would want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's very similar to if you remember the, the movie Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I unfortunately had to classics. had to speak um, about that on a podcast years ago. Sorry, um, but <laughs> but I'm saying that to say, if you look at that Judge Dredd, and if you know the character of Judge Dredd from the comics, Judge Dredd does not like you never see him in the comics without his helmet on. Mm-hmm. So flash forward now to the Dredd that came out in 2013. You mean the I perfect say. movie? The perfect movie. The perfect movie. Movie. Dread, yes. where Carl Urban played the iconic character, and not one time did you see him remove his helmet. Nope. That's the that's that's how I feel about Master Chief. I don't need to see your face. I don't even need that description. The description that they gave him that book, that's great. I would rather not have the description because I want to feel like that is me. Yeah. Rather that is me or rather it isn't me. I want to feel like that's me. And so the second that you you take yourself out of it as being a possibility, you lose that level of immersion. I mean, and looking at most of the time, what, what you see when you're playing the games, it normally, like, zooms into the character's face real quick, and then it shows you the first-person view. Like, you're taking over this person. Right. You're exactly. this person. And I, I like that about the, like, the storytelling aspect of the games and everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I just wanted to mention that real quick. Um, and in good reference to the Judge Dredd thing, I'd love that. I love the newer, I love Dredd, the movie. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And in the comics, they even, when he takes off his mask, it's just a huge sensor bar across his face. Right, you don't even see it. Yeah, And a lot, of time, a lot of times, which is very cool in the comics, they'll draw him with different, like, chin features. But it's mm-hmm. kind of one of those things to where it's a, is the Judge Dredd a moniker that you receive? Or, or is there one person that, it, it's, it's, it's this cool sort of mythos thing, which I like that they build on that. And mm-hmm. like I said, with with Chief, it's it's kind of the same way. The only like I said, you briefly see him for like a split second without his helmet in four, and then there's the description in the books, which I mean, it's it's one of the books. So, they, right, and, that, right. and the Flood's an older one, so I mean, they can of course always retcon a lot of that stuff. Yeah, they but, could. But no, I mean, I, I really like the aspect of the character. I like Cortana. I think she's a really cool aspect of a uh, kind of a help to the player and also that like i said she helps master chief become the great you know warrior that he is and there's the whole i i I like to bounce around here but i also like to pull from the newer stuff to where i say that there's the whole she got to pick him she chose him and and everything because she could see that they would be and i'm like that that's really cool even though the rest of it's kind of gets weird and everything but whatever it's it's a a first person shooter game funny got a little funny um (laughs) what would be your favorite weapon from any of the games, oh, if you had to choose one man. weapon, because there's oh, a lot of them. Oh, jeez, why would you do that to me? You you want um, you want to you want to do top three here? <laughs> you you want to do top three and make it a little easier? Yeah, okay, make it easier. All right, top three. All right, so first one. Um, I was a huge fan of the Spartan the of the the Spartan was it the cannon the Spartan cannon the, the the laser laser targeting one. Yeah, the Spartan laser. That thing was. If you if you timed it right, and if you so for instance, if 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 I see you coming my direction, but you don't see me, and I can get that thing to load up just right, and turn the corner right before it fires, there's nothing you can do. It's it's a wrap. You might even hear it, but you don't know where it's coming from. And uh, all of a sudden, I turn the corner and you see it. It's done. 
I would say that gun or that weapon for me was a solid amount of skill if you could pick off an individual with it. Yes. Yes, what, it was. Vehicle stuff like that, a little bit easier to do. But right. a person, because you got a little metal for doing that. I've, I always yep. loved when I got that. When you got multiple people, because that you could pull that off sometimes too. Yep, you sure could. Um, next weapon is going to have to be uh, my over overpowered pistol. So which pistol? Because there's been numerous iterations. Halo one, Halo one Halo pistol. One. All right, all right. Halo pistol, and and then finally, um, to get a little up close and personal, uh, I'm a big fan of the the uh, the plasma sword. Um, um, plasma sword definitely plasma sword. makes my list too. Yes, yes, yes. Those those are my three. So Just, Spartan cannon, the pistol, and the plasma sword. I I mean, if you have a beam weapon of some sort, I feel like it has to have an iconic turn on sound. I mean, you got the lightsaber sound. Hold on, actually, I can. Don't you do it? Don't you turn off that force effect lightsaber? I knew. Yeah. It. I knew you had it. So you got that sound, but then the 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 energy sword had that like sound yep, too, like like they had yep. that very like you yeah, heard that and it was a nightmare in multiplayer because you hear that <laughs> that with the camel oh um, man you you it, oh I, I just remember getting that like if i had it and turning it on it was like okay i'm taking down somebody and yeah, i remember i got a multi-kill one time off one of the grav lifts to where i got one person someone else came off the grav lift got them someone else around the corner and got them and i got like a nice triple kill off of that it was like my first triple kill in halo 3 and i was like oh my gosh that was awesome <laughs> and it was with the energy sword. i was like yes so that definitely is one of mine as well okay um uh, the needler would also have to be one of my other favorites just for the I hated that weapon it, it oh, is a, it, it's bad. one of those things to where i loved it because it was you don't have to be accurate to be good with it you just have to know when to pull the trigger God. so I, that I, I, that it gave me nightmares man i hated that weapon <laughs> so that it. one was another one and i'm gonna actually say the three shot burst battle rifle that was a good pick because that was really good. I feel like online, there was a learning curve to that gun. And once you mm -hmm. figured out how to use it properly, you became a just unstoppable killing machine with it. Yeah. Because I remember I, you had to learn I, how to burst fire. I never, I never used to like it. And then once I figured out how to perfectly pull that, that triple shot off to where first shot takes down the shield, second shot, headshot. Mm -hmm. Like first, first pull shield, second shield, head. Like to just pull that off perfectly, I'm like that. Mm. That that was one of those guns that I used to hate, but then I was like, I figured out how to use it. And then yep. in single player, it's a pretty good weapon too. But yep, but yeah, I'd, I'd say for me, beam sword. I mean, yep, the plasma sword. I, I keep saying different stuff for it every time. Plasma <laughs> sword, the needler, and the battle rifle. I do say that the hammer. The hammer is a close, close fourth. Yeah, uh, just because yeah, yeah. when yeah. that was introduced, the beam sword was awesome. But that was another thing that kind of like was like, man, that was fun to use too. And it had another; it had its own iconic sound too. So you can yeah, say, the like yeah, it had every, its own. I, I just want to point this out: everything in that game had a very iconic sound to it. It did, and also <laughs> the soundtrack for that game. Amazing I'm so music. Glad you brought up the soundtrack. Marty O'Donnell as the composer did a fantastic job. But I love that soundtrack so much. That if you go back to Guitar Hero 3, if you go back to Guitar Hero 3, one of the downloadable songs for it 
was the march from Halo 2, was the, mm-hmm. the iconic march from Halo 2. And I love that song so much that not only did I master that song, I mastered that song on Expert Ooh. because I wanted to play it that many times. That's how good it was. That's how good it was. I, I really, it's it's very iconic music. It's got of course the chant kind of mm-hmm. singing in it. It's oh it's just it's just yeah. Mm-hmm. I just remember like I would have Halo like just on sometimes. Just the TV on with it sitting on the menu screen just to have those background mm-hmm. music when I was doing stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just cuz yeah. it, it was it was always great. Uh lobbies were were perfectly fine to sit in cuz you had that music softly playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just so, it's like a nice little calm before the storm. It, it, the, the storm that was exactly multiplayer, was. and that's right. And I I want to say that their their multiplayer has come and gone, but nothing for me will ever replace the time spent in multiple Halo games. Yes. Uh, Halo Two on the original Xbox, Halo Three, Halo Reach. Just I I would never want to see how much time I put into those because I would guarantee you it was maybe years of my life at this point. But man, though I mean, like I said, there's there's Fortnite, there's Call of Duty, but I'm like nothing will replace what Halo was for a lot of people. But, but what's sad is that it'll never it, to a lot of people it'll never get back there. No, it won't and either. You know what's what's funny about that is you know you always think about things like your first, your first kiss, your first everything, right? Your first. Mm-hmm. I'll never be able to get that first true halo experience back where we, you know we had everybody in the house together i mean granted for obviously different reasons now we're all grown we've all got different lives i live in a whole different state so i mean you'll never be able to get that same experience back um but the fact that you know we always keep trying to get back to it like so to be honest with you i never wanted them to continue the halo series mm-hmm. after they finished with three and they finished their little spinoffs and 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 bungie was done with it after uh after uh Oh, goodness. Reach. I'm drawing a blank now. Thank you. Hey, after Halo Reach and Bungie was done with it, I didn't want them to continue because there was something very, very special to me about being able to say, we had a story, we told it, we're moving on. We are no longer continuing that story. I almost felt like it was cheap in a sense to, 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 to bring it back because it, it has such a great setup. It's almost like if you think of The Sopranos, right? Mm-hmm. When The Sopranos ended, it faded to black, that was it. There was no more... You know, what if there was no more what happened after the show faded to black? Like, it just they had a story, they told it, they ended it. That's why I'm such a huge fan of what Game of Thrones is doing. Game of Thrones said, We're gonna go to the X amount of time, we're not gonna milk this thing out for another three or four seasons. They easily could because there's enough book material where you can pull this thing out forever, but they said, We're gonna go and we're gonna finish it in this season, and that's gonna be it. We're not gonna keep. Well, I mean, they did announce the prequels, but they decided to let the original show like end as opposed to just milking it. I like something that has a definitive beginning and a definitive end and is okay with that. They're okay with letting something end. You don't have to keep milking something. If you look at like The Office, The Office was a show that ran on NBC forever, right? Yeah. I think, is, it, is it still on? I think it might no, even no, still no, be No, 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 it's not. Okay, it's over. Yeah. It, All right, it, so The Office ended. But then if you look at the original Office, which was started out in the UK, they had one or two seasons and they were done. Like They understand when to let something go. Also, just another fun fact, a lot of British series don't run that long. I mean, I know there's people violently typing up a text going Doctor Who or something, but I'm like, there are exceptions, <laughs> right. but most of the time, long-running series is a very American thing for the it most is. part. I um, Also... 
Funny enough, is <laughs> the the um the office ran from two thousand five to two thousand thirteen. I just looked it up real quick for nine seasons, and I will say this: this might be a very negative thing. I watched The Office, got done with it, and I have never had any interest in ever going back to it. Really? See, okay, so I, I can agree with you to a point. I stopped watching The Office after the first season without Steve Carell. When they were trying to find somebody else to run Dunder Mifflin, yeah. and they went through uh, James Hader, they went through uh, Will Ferrell. Um, I, after after that, I was pretty much done with it because I felt like yeah, it ran its course, and that was that's kind of my point. You know, I think at some point before you get viewer fatigue, and even you know, in in this you know, we're talking about Halo and gaming fatigue. Let something go. I love what Assassin's Creed did when they said, okay, you know what? I realize that we're giving you guys too much Assassin's Creed, so we're gonna slow down. And we're going to put us an extra year between developments. So instead of you getting an uh, Assassin's Creed annually, you'll get one biannual, or you know, every two years. And the other or, thing, they stepped away mm-hmm. from the Desmond storyline. They're like, oh, they had to. Yeah, that, that, they they, yeah, they, they, they ended choice. his storyline, and I'm like, that was the best thing they could have done because he was cool and everything. But I'm sorry, you gotta, you gotta kind of not believe that this guy had that many ancestor relatives. I mean it. You, there's got to be a stopping point, but they've they've done yeah. so much more with it now. Like, um, mm-hmm. I know as we're recording this, uh, the little behind the scenes thing. As we're recording this, um, it is about to launch. It kind of already has launched. For, I think pre-orders are allowed to play the Odyssey one. It's very for the ex- gold. If you got yeah. if you got the gold, yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you can play it now. And yeah. and early reviews are very positive for it. And I'm excited. Oh, yeah. For that, but we can wrap that around back in because it's Spartans and everything like that. So, Halo, <laughs> there we go. The, 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 the discussion on series falling off is, I'm sure, something we could have at another point in time. Because there are oh, plenty yes. of them I'd like to point out. Um, How I Met Your Mother is a big one for me. Really? Yes. This, um, yes, you tuned in for a Halo discussion where you're going to get zingers <laughs> quick. I hate how, how, I, how I Met Your Mother moment. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that show. I actually have like one or two t-shirts from the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my falling yeah. off point for it is where they started to make Barney human. Where they started mm-hmm. to make him a relatable character that you cared about. And I was like, I can't do it. Yep. Barney Stinson okay. has to be that person that you vicariously live through when you're watching the show. He can't okay. be that person who's going to give up on this and that. for No, it's... I, I, but I understand it's a double-edged sword. Characters have to grow. Characters have to develop. Why? You, but just give but, me what I want. But just give me Duke Nukem. But Duke there Nukem are grow up. there are examples of series that don't have that happen. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's Those right. characters That's right. yes. are terrible people in season one, and they are terrible people still. Probably even worse. Um, Seinfeld. Family Guy. Seinfeld's Family guy. another Seinfeld great too. example yep. Yep. of. They are terrible. There is no character growth. And because everyone's like, (laughs) I want my characters to grow and develop. But at the same time, it's like, but then they change in what you don't want them to be. Exactly. So that's my thing. That's my quick thing. But like I said, that's a conversation for another day. (laughs) Uh, And and, and Halo can be taken in the same vein as I like the Arc Master Chief had in the original Bungie series. I don't, I might not be a fan of what they're doing later. I like playing a first person shooter now, but the storyline's kind of just, it's something. It's falling off. It's falling off. So, but, but as for the original games, they hold a special place in my heart. Like I said, I will, I, I, I love Sony. I love Nintendo, but I will own an Xbox 
on the sheer premise of, I know they're going to make Halo games. That's very true. Very I, true. My, my Xbox might sit there for months, get a thick layer of dust. My Xbox Live might expire. But you better believe that there's a Halo game coming out. It will get turned on. It will get played. And I will definitely enjoy it. There's a few other games, of course, for the Xbox that I've enjoyed. But, man, that was one that I had to get that system. And then when I was able to get the Reach system, I got the Reach system. Um yep. Because I was like, I want, like, I, I love Halo. And I, mm-hmm. I like to feel like that was my first experience online. And that's where I kind of sit now with it as it was something that informed me as a gamer as for the online experience that I would endure through. And both good and bad on that, I'm pretty sure I told multiple people that, like, um, numerous things about their mothers or about them or <laughs> stuff like that. Because, oh, I mean, you had sweet. a mic. You had a mic. Were you that you, guy? Were you that guy? I would. I am normally very silent online, but I will admit when I played it, I was younger, <laughs> and if you ticked me off enough, I'd mouth off back. Uh, Though I will say this, awesome. I will say this. Every one of my accounts does have a stellar rating still. Of you know, I've never been banned or anything like that. And what I do now normally is I'll have a soundboard sitting there linked up to my headset to where I'll just use a soundboard to talk instead of just stupid little, like, a a Duke Nukem soundboard or something like that. Because no one ever really communicates through those games anymore, so it's just like, why don't I just be stupid the entire time? Because that's fun for me. (laughs) You know what's sad is I miss the the days of good old-fashioned communicating through games. I like, d- it is a, it is I, a I, I like dead... playing Rainbow Six. I like playing games like that where you have to coordinate and schedule and, and do all that. But nobody likes to play that way anymore. Everybody wants to just do run-and-gun, Call of Duty style. I mean, I understand that Rainbow Six Siege is, is kind of like a breath of fresh air. But everybody's not thinking that way anymore. I can't get online and play with a random bunch of people uh, a game of Rainbow Six Siege because... Everybody wants to do the lone wolf thing and do their own stuff, and that's not a game that 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 rewards that. So it actually frustrates me that people don't they don't go back to using the mic. Like I, I just I, I don't understand. You have this this technology, this communication. Use it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not a everybody's not a jerk. I'm not no, gonna no, push no. out. I'm not gonna talk about banging your mom or tell your mom she left her panties here. Like that's not me. I'm not that guy. Just, 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 just play. Just play the game. Just play. Let's play. Let's talk about it. Let's play. Let's have fun. And at the end of the day, let's go on with our lives. Because I'm not getting paid to do this. Some of you, some other people might be getting paid for it. Uh, not me. I'm not that good. Uh, I'm not that good. And I don't have that kind of time on my hand. Um, the other game I will admit that I I would use a lot of the chat stuff for and I actually talk on a lot is Gears of War. But that's because that Halo does. I feel as working as a team can contribute a lot. Gears of War. I think was another one that that had a lot more strategy and I mean at least the duck and cover aspect where Halo was sort of running gun. So I can see having to communicate a lot more and yeah. Rainbow Six would be another one where it's more duck and cover instead of running gun. So Correct. you have to strategize, you have to talk with people and be like where is so and so? Do you see him? Do you hear him? And mm-hmm. Halo, I mean, you can do that. I know that there are modes that allowed for that, but for the most part it was running gun. And like, like I said, I I love those series for years and everything and and I don't regret anything I said online because I don't think I said anything that <laughs> terrible. But I did oh. make some 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 crude remarks every now and then towards <laughs> towards some people that that were mouthing off back to me. As long as it was, as long as at the end of the day, uh, everybody was able to move forward, and you you weren't we getting swatted or you know, I, like it's, it's just so crazy. Oh yeah, 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 it's crazy it's nowadays. So, it's so insane. It's crazy. I don't I'm, play games unless I'm playing with people I know. 
I'm pretty sure I remember saying to one kid one time I was playing on Halo and there was this, and I will straight up say a kid on there, and I'm like, like there was a few other people because, you know, back back in the day you'd, you you have so many Xbox Live friends that you got from playing Halo that have not been on in years. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, everyone does. Everyone, if you played yeah. Halo, you got them. I remember oh, yeah. I was playing with a few of them one night. And there was this kid in our in the in on our team and everything, and it was hilarious because um because he was sitting there and everything, and like he had the high pitched voice, he was super super annoying, was not really contributing to the thing, and I just got fed up with it because he 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 also did a team kill, and I was oh. like I was like I'm I'm done with this, um, so I was like dude isn't it past your bedtime and the kid said my mom said i could stay up late and my response was well i'm gonna have to say something to her tomorrow when i come over <laughs> okay and, okay all right and all right, and i am not joking i pretty that. sure that the, 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 the kid like stopped talking and then eventually left left the thing after that oh and like, like i said i'll admit i said some stuff but but yeah <laughs> I, I do okay, not get if, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk garbage or you gotta you gotta come better than that like you can't like we're gonna have to okay we're gonna, to, we're gonna I, hey, I don't talk garbage anymore I just don't care anymore when I'm playing online if someone's mouthing off to me I'll just be like eh, whatever I'll be like and mute all right cool next round actually I I really need to play more online I have not in a while I played yeah. a match of Fortnite tonight and I had no clue what I was doing there that's how out of the loop I am. Oh goodness! My brother tried to show me Fortnite the other day, and I'm like, "What the heck is this?" I'm like, "One of my kids was showing dancing? me it." And I was like, "Dancing." Why I was is like, this "Kid dancing." I, I was like, "How do I pick up a weapon? Why do I start with this? At? Give me a gun so I can shoot people." And it was funny because she was playing before me, and I'm like, "You could have taken out like three people." And she's like, "No, I don't want to get found." And I'm like, "So you're just gonna win by sitting there?" And she goes, "Yeah." <laughs> Uh, pacifism. Yes, science, yes, apparently does work. Um, the last <laughs> thing work. I really wanted to point out real quick, because because there is the whole um camping's a legitimate strategy was something I remember from a Red versus Blue episode, and we would not have the greatness that is Red versus Blue or Rooster Teeth, which means I would not have one of my favorite internet series, Ruby, if Halo didn't exist. So I got I got to say that the whole internet phenomenon of like dubbing over games and stuff definitely took off because of the Halo games and because of Red versus Blue. Oh okay. So okay. I, I just wanted to mention that because I I love the Ruby series and I know that it was part of Rooster Teeth. It is part of Rooster Teeth and their huge send off was the Red versus Blue series and that's where right. Machinima and a lot of that stuff got started was doing that, a lot of that stuff. So, oh, I remember um, that Machinima yeah. and, and G4. You remember G4 TV? I remember Attack of the Show. I remember yeah, X Play. I remember when Olivia Munn was a co-host, not some wannabe yes. X Men. Yes, I also remember. The best part of that to me was watching the game trailers, watching all oh, the game trailers. They, just, they yeah. just put them all in like a line, and just watching game trailer after game trailer. That's the first time I experienced. My favorite game trailer of all times um, was the DC online game trailer. Oh, that where, one was sick! And it was just it was just so awesome because you just seen everybody fighting and everybody getting devastated, and Lex Luthor, you know, holding Wonder Woman by her or some. I think it was Wonder Woman. He was holding Wonder Woman by her neck and saying, "Bring him to me. Bring yeah. him. Call him." And all of a sudden, you see Superman 
getting trying to get you know obviously he got beat up pretty good but getting rejuvenated and that was my first time ever really seeing a pissed off superman because he mm-hmm. came back his eyes were red he had the whole five o'clock shadow on his face like he was pissed he came back just wrecking shop and it was just such an awesome awesome thing to see and it just that was my that's that's still to this day i get i get chills looking at that trailer it's that the, good the one that gave me chills in that trailer i mean that that was cool and everything it was shazam breaking the green lantern ring yes yes i was like i was like there's no way how jordan's gonna get taken down by by shazam he's totally <laughs> got what <laughs> yes because mind you during that time i was I'm, I'm still big into green lantern but i was like in the like maximum green lantern mode of they're the best in the in the entire dc <laughs> universe yo nobody could beat them i mean come on they were the most powerful weapon in the universe i mean the are you only using, limitation are you, comic, are you using the comic guy voice from I'm, uh, no I'm, I'm i'm using me being a nerd voice which i didn't <laughs> sound like that but i like in my mental flashbacks to think i sounded exactly like that Okay, fair enough. I like it. I like it. So, um, so, but, but, yeah, I, 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 that, that was one that got me. Um, on the note of the trailers, I, I, we, we are actually very fluidly moving through certain points I wanted to make with me not forcing them in. I loved all the trailers they did for the Halo games, the earlier ones, the live action stuff, the CG stuff, the one where they were building that gigantic model. Yep. So I remember because I worked for a certain gaming company at the time, a certain game sales comp- selling company at oh, the time. Oh, um, you can okay. probably, if you stop and think about where you got where you got your games at, you probably be able to conclude where it was. Hence the emphasis on two words there. Um, so yes, I I I worked there, and I remember I had an iPod, and I used to download a ton of trailers onto it. And I remember I had a Halo playlist where it was oh, just, just Halo trailers, trailers nice. for when the game was coming out. I I worked the midnight for that game. I remember us getting the boxes of stuff. I remember like all of that to me for Halo Three was something to where I was right there for all that, and I loved every minute of it. I loved being like able to hold up a Master Chief helmet and be like, "This is mine." Yep, this is yep, awesome. Yep. So, um, no, but I, I love some of the trailers for that, like the live action ones they had, to where it was, um, like the ODST one they had. They had one where it was the the model of the final battle thing. I don't know if you remember that one at all. I'm trying to think of that one. I'm trying to. I, okay. I can't. I can't recall that one. Hold on a second. Um, I'm gonna have to edit some stuff real quick. <laughs> but allow me to screen share. Oh, this is cool. You can do that. Oh, yeah. Snap. Oh, I don't. Have the behind sound the scenes stuff. It. People were we're 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 sharing screens right now. This is actually really cool. I don't have the sound. Oh with it. yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, there was another trailer where it was them talking about this, but it was guys that were like talking like they were at the battle, like yes. being interviewed afterwards, and they were like, "Well, where were you when Chief did this?" And they're like, "Oh, I'll never forget that." Blah blah blah. And it was really cool because it was like watching a World War II documentary or something like that because it was presented in that form and they did all this different stuff for it and i i loved all of this stuff it just made it 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 made it like i know that everyone's like oh gaming's changed but i'm like this was one of the original like i remember it was an event it was something to behold when when halo was coming out 
That's awesome. Oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, oh, that did it. Yep, that, that took it back for me. Well done. Well done. <laughs> well done. Yeah, and then now, now I got an ag. So I'm seeing if this is the one. Oh, no, it's not. No, that's not it. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, Zanus, we got to get you YouTube red, bro. We got to, we got to, we got to get you YouTube red. We don't, we don't do commercials no more, man. This one, Th this was another cool one. This is, this was the mm -hmm. Halo Landfall where it had some of the ODST troopers. Gotcha. Oh man, I, I just remember watching yeah. these and it was just, oh, it was always so cool because I'm like, they, they made it seem like more real. Mm -hmm. like, made yeah, this everything... looks like a, almost like a news footage. Like it's a documentary. Like, here's something really cool. If you notice, even on the one guy's arm, it has his blood type actually on his armor. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you look, oh, yeah, it says, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it says O positive. Or something like, that. Yeah. Yeah. like I said, this was so cool and everything. I just remember like playing these games, seeing this stuff and everything. And it was just like, it, it was just, these games were such an iconic thing that I. I don't think anything will ever come as close to being what these games were in, in no. the near future that I in can think heyday, of. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Just looking at this trend now, it it, yeah, it takes me back. That takes me back. Because I, I also work for a certain uh, game distribution company that I, I, I won't name. But uh, so seeing these inside, you know, because there's a TV loop in this certain game company that I won't name. Yep. And you got to watch these trailers working a shift probably 20 times 20 30 times a, a shift uh so and they were burned the, into my <laughs> that's the other reason i got my ipod and just uploaded mine and had different playlists <laughs> right. just so i could just i'm gonna mute the big tv and turn these ones on right because um it's too much it's yeah. too much it's oh, good stuff oh, that's good oh. stuff yeah, yeah it's now, now it's just commentary of us watching landfall <laughs> which um no i mean and and this this actually had something to do with it. if i remember correctly this ends with them tracking where master chief's going i think so too actually um, yeah. oh yeah i mean i think they were supposed to be getting the coordinates where a chief was landing or something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anyways no i mean like i said these were so cool. They were amazing. I, I thoroughly yes, enjoy were. them and everything. And it's just it's just something I don't feel we're going to have for a long time. Now, I might be just completely out of the loop on stuff. Maybe there is such iconic stuff now, but I just feel like this just changed things so much. So um, I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to point out. I just yeah. wanted to take an opportunity to devote one podcast episode to Halo to Master Chief, to Cortana, to everything that I think has put a lot I mean, competitive gaming. We didn't even touch on that. That that oh, but yeah, that's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother podcast right there. Yeah. That's just it's a whole nother level. It it's is a whole nother level. But anyways, I just want to take the moment to do that. So, sir, if you if you want to tell people where they can find you, they want to hear more from you. Well, aside absolutely. from being on Zingness apparently more often. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about because. Uh, because I, I feel like this is a match made in heaven, guys. I don't, I don't know about you, <laughs> but uh, we we had we just had like three podcasts in this little hour. We we could have gone. <laughs> yes, we've uh, we've got we, ideas. We've got, we've ideas. got ideas. But you can catch me uh, T Johnson on air. That's my Twitter, my Instagram, um, any place you get social media. That's pretty much where you can find me, and that's how you can find me. I am also. Uh, in case you guys did not know, I am one third of the trio that is Voice from the Underground, the podcast where we talk about politics, religion, music sports we really touch on everything 
um, uh, pop culture, video games. We talk about that too clearly because I'm a bit of a nerd here, and that's okay. I'm, mm-hmm. I've, I've made peace with that. But we talk about it all on Western Underground Podcast. So that's typically where you can find me uh, at VFU Podcast. We have a Twitter account there as well and our, our Gmail account. But um, and then you can probably catch me on saying this every once in a while because yeah. <laughs> we, we are very happy to have you on, especially for <laughs> for for great topics like this one. And, of course, you can find Zingness. We're part of the Dark Myths Podcast Collective at darkmyths.org. You can also find me yelling about stuff every week over on Knights of Vader. You can find Zingness on most major podcast platforms. But if it is on Apple Podcasts, we greatly appreciate a five-star review. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Just search Zingness at Twitter, Zing at Zingness. And also, if on either of those you want to post, what was the significance of today's episode numbering? You can let me know. I'd, I I I give you I give you a big thumbs up if if you know what the significance of that is. Um, also on Instagram at Zingness Podcast. Uh, if you want to donate, there's the Patreon. You go to Patreon.com/slash/ZingThis. Um, you can also find our T Public store www.tpublic.com/slash/ZingThis. Our sound guy is AA Ron. Our logo is done by Chris Singer. And finally, DJ Golden Boy eighty nine. Play us out. <laughs>